very interesting gospel this morning, brothers and sisters, and I think that one that's very relatable. You know, we can actually imagine this scene playing out as if it were right in front of us. So Jesus is somewhere with his disciples, his apostles, and uh, we can imagine this Pharisee kind of getting up ready to test Jesus. You know, he might be a little puffed up and ready to really stump Jesus with this hard question. So he asks him, teacher, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, well, what's written in the law? And the man says, love God, love your neighbor. And Jesus says, yeah, that's it. Any other questions? Um, And we can imagine at this point that the Pharisee was maybe even a little embarrassed at how easy the answer was that Jesus gave. And it says that he wished to justify himself to Jesus. And so he asked a further question, well, who is my neighbor? Maybe thinking that would stump Jesus. But Jesus answers with another question. He gives the parable of the Good Samaritan and says, well, who is our neighbor? It's everybody. It's everybody. And Jesus, by doing this, is demonstrating what Moses said in the first reading. Remember that Moses said to his people, the ways of the Lord are not far from you. They're not unknowable. They're not up in the sky. They're not across the sea. They're something that's already in your heart. The ways of the Lord, brothers and sisters, are very near to us. We often know what the right thing to do is. We often know what the will of God is in different situations. The tough part is choosing to do it. Again, we see that in the gospel. This is a pretty easy, straightforward gospel. We're meant to love God above all things. We're meant to love our neighbor as ourselves. Who's our neighbor? Everybody. All right, we get it. We understand it. Um, The hard part, though, is choosing to do it in real life, right? The hard part is going away from here, away from this church, back into your life the rest of the week, and choosing to live out this gospel. But my encouragement to you, or my um, point that I want to make to you today, is that it really is a choice to do these things. It's not always fun to love our neighbors. It doesn't always feel good to choose to do the right thing. But we can choose it freely. We remember that we're all made in the image and likeness of God himself. That means we're able to know things. We're able to think rationally. And we're able to freely choose different things. Hopefully we freely choose the good. But again, we're made with intellect and will. And it's these two parts of us that allow us to go out and love. To love God and to love the people around us. And when we love, brothers and sisters, that's when we're most in the image of God himself. We read in the scriptures that God is love. When we use the gifts that we're given to love the people around us, that's when we're imaging God the most. But again, it's a free choice to be able to do that. God doesn't force us to love. God doesn't force us to do the right thing. We can freely choose it, even if we don't necessarily want to in that moment. If you've ever done something hard, you know this is the case. If you ever played a sport or played an instrument or worked um, hard at your job or something like that, you know that you can make choices that are good even though you might not feel like making them. When that alarm goes off at 5 in the morning, you don't want to wake up. You want to hit the snooze button and keep sleeping for a while. But you have something good, something better that you're working for. You can choose to do something that doesn't feel good in that moment so that you can accomplish a greater good. 
And that's what we're meant to do with the will of God. Again, we often know what the right thing to do is in certain situations. It's just not fun. It doesn't feel good to choose God's will sometimes. And so I'll give you an example from my own life. You know, when I was discerning the call to, uh, to become a priest to this vocation, um, suffice it to say, I kind of had my own plans at that point, right? I had my own plan. I knew what I wanted to do. I had my own desires, and I was following it wholeheartedly. And all the while, Jesus was kind of gently knocking at my heart, trying to remind me of what his call was, trying to bring me back. And eventually, I remember the day that this happened. Eventually, it came, became very clear to me. It was like a light switch going on in my head. I just knew exactly what Jesus' call was for me, what his will was. He wanted me to be a priest. I knew it very clearly. But at the same time, he wasn't going to force me to do it. He wasn't going to say, you have to do this. I'm commanding you to do this. No, he was inviting me to do it. He was inviting me to choose it freely. And so there I was. I was left with the choice. Do I either keep following my own plan and go my own way? Or do I follow the plan of God? Do I choose his will over my own, even though I don't particularly want it at this moment? That's the choice that we're given. But I knew that when I got to the end of my life, I didn't want to have to meet Jesus and say, sorry, Lord, I did my own thing. No, rather, I wanted to get to the end of my life and say, Jesus, I love you, and I did your will. I freely chose to follow you. I want to be able to do that. So that's what my vocation's about. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what we're all meant to try to do the best that we can in our lives. And so again, we get to how do we live out this gospel in our lives? Well, we know it's not easy. There are those people in our lives that it's not easy to love. Some people annoy us. Some people we don't like. Some people it's hard to love. We get impatient with them, whatever it might be. It might be a family member. Might be a friend, might be a coworker, might be just somebody you meet at the store or Starbucks or wherever you are. It's not always easy to show love. We're not always in the mood to show love to the people around us, to say something nice, to do something nice, to serve the people that we live with, maybe. Yet, as Christians, we know that we're free to do it still. We know that we're free to choose the will of Jesus Christ. You know, the devil would have us believe that we're not free, that we're slaves, that we have to be a slave to whatever we feel like doing. But it's not the case. We live as beloved sons and daughters of God the Father, and with that comes the freedom to choose what is good and right. And that's our call. That's the call that Jesus gives us today. And so first and foremost, let us choose to continue to work on that relationship that we have with Jesus Christ. Let us choose to go to Mass every week and participate in the Eucharist to really receive the love of Jesus Christ in our hearts through this sacrament. Let us choose to not be afraid to go to confession, to confess our sins to Jesus Christ, and then really receive the mercy that he has for us. Let us choose to go to Jesus Christ in our prayers and not do the other thing that might be more distracting or more fun. 
but rather go to Jesus and have that personal conversation with him every day. It's in these choices, it's in doing these things that we receive the love, the mercy, the help of Jesus Christ to be able to go out and love our neighbors. Let us choose Jesus Christ first and foremost, brothers and sisters. Let us receive his love and then give that love to the people around us so that we can continue to spread the mercy of Jesus Christ into the world and be the good disciples he calls us to be.